today on Transforming Lives. Your ways changes. And even if you don't recognize it, other people will recognize in your life that you are born again. Hello? You, there has to be a transformation. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. We want to be in control, and so we do not yield completely. But if you will be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to yield. Say to your neighbor, say, you need to yield. Say, you need to surrender. You need to surrender all. Not some things, but all. And not another thing, but yourself. The Holy Spirit wants you. Say amen. Say amen. I'll give you another illustration. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is, remember I talked to you about the glass. But what if I take that same glass that is full and I put it in a bucket of water? Is the glass full? Talk to me. Is, is, is the glass full? If I take a full glass of water and put it in the bucket of water, is the glass full of water? Yes. Right? The glass is full of water, right? The glass is full of water. The glass is in the bucket, and the, the water is in the glass, and the glass is in the bucket, and the glass is in the water. Amen? Being filled with the Holy Spirit is having you emerge in the Spirit so that He can saturate you completely. So you are in Him, and He is in you. The bucket, the glass in the bucket of water, the glass is in the water, and the water is in the glass. Hello? And that's what the Bible, the, the Holy Spirit wants to do, to do in your life. He wants to overshadow you so that His power will infuse your life and radiate from you so that greater works that Jesus talked about can happen in your life. That people can be healed and delivered and set free. That people can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That people can experience all that God wants them to experience. That people can be ministered unto and that your life can radiate and show them that miracles can be produced because of what God is doing on. And it's all about yielding. It's all about being surrendered. It's all about allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you. I like what um, Gabriel said to Moses. I mean, not to Moses, to Mary. She, he said to Mary, he said, The Spirit of God will come upon you, and the power of God will overshadow you. Now, that word overshadow means to put, uh, um, put a canopy over. I mean, if you've ever been in a rain and you had an umbrella, I mean, it's, it's, the umbrella is something that is just like an overshadowing. It, it stops the rain from coming to you, and it keeps that place where you are with that umbrella dry, in, so to speak. But the overshadowing of the power of the Holy Spirit is even more than that. 
He comes over you, He covers you, and He fills you. So it's just like the, the Holy Spirit comes, like the bucket of water, He fills you, and you are in Him, covered with Him. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. So, so we, 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 need, we need to understand first and foremost that the Holy, the, the, to be filled with the Holy Spirit is an occupancy. That means we need to allow the Holy Spirit to occupy our life. The second thing, we need to know that it is a surrender. We need to submit, surrender ourselves. The third thing that we need to understand is that the, there is a evidence concerning salvation that we need to understand that happens when we are born again. And then there is also an evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let me talk about the evidence of, the, of salvation. First and foremost, um, you need to understand, let me, let me answer two questions. One, um, when you became a believer, you were born of the Spirit, but you were not filled with the Spirit. That's a difference. Amen. When you got born again, you became a believer. You were born of the Spirit of God, but you were not filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. Um, so, so when we get born again, and the Bible tells us that um, when we get born again, um, we, have, we, we need to be born again by faith. And so the question is, is there or, uh, an evidence or something that we will see tangibly when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit? Is there an evidence that you will know that you have been baptized by the Holy Spirit or you are filled with the Holy Spirit? The answer is yes. There is a tangible evidence that you will know. It's not something that you guess. Okay? You will know when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit or you are filled with the Holy Spirit. The other question is, is it possible that I can receive the power of the Holy Spirit by faith, even though there is no outward evidence? The answer is no. Now, wait, wait, don't, 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 don't jump on me yet until I, I finish, I explain, because maybe you might understand. Amen? But, but basically, what I'm saying to you is that there is... You have to know, if you read the scripture, and I, uh, um, at some point we'll, in this series, maybe we'll, we'll go through some of these different scriptures. But if you read the book of Acts and you read the epistle, you will find out over and over when people were baptized in the Holy Spirit or filled with the Holy Spirit, they knew. They were not guessing. There was a manifestation that they saw and knew that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a second experience from salvation, but it is a man you will know when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. You're not guessed. Amen. Now, when you are born again, the Bible says we have been saved by grace through faith. Say grace. True faith. That means we accept that which Jesus has accomplished on the cross for us. We accept it into our lives. And we are born again. You are born again not based on feelings. You are born again not based on emotions. You are based, uh, born again based on the fact that Jesus died. He was buried. He rose again from the dead. He paid the price for your sin. And you are born again when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 
It is a fact. Say a fact. You are born again based on what Jesus accomplished on the cross. You can't say, well, I'm born again just because I feel I'm born again. No. You are born again based on what Jesus accomplished on the cross. That's why the Bible tells us that you need to repent and you need to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. You believe that Jesus died on the cross for you and he raised him from the dead and then you shall be saved. Amen. You have to believe. Whoever called upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God manifested his love towards us in while we were still sinners, Jesus died. Amen. You have to believe in what Jesus accomplished on the cross for you before you can experience salvation. Amen. It's, it comes no other way. Amen. You can't say, well, I want Jesus, but I want myself. I want Jesus, but I want this other religion. I want Jesus, but there are so many other ways. No, no. You have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for you, the only Savior. And you can be saved. Jesus is the only one that said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes unto the Father except truth. Amen. All of the different religions, none of them said it. Jesus is the only one that said it. And Jesus is the only one that said, I came to lay down my life that I may take it up again. And he died and he rose again. Amen. So Jesus is the only one to say. So we receive salvation by faith. So you receive it by faith. Now, if you receive salvation by faith, it has nothing to do with feelings. Nothing. What's there what to do with it? Whether you feel good today, you feel bad today, you feel good tomorrow, it has nothing to do with it. If you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you receive it by faith. Amen? Let me give you an example. Say, the President of the United States decide to pardon somebody or murderer or, 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 or um, who was sentenced to death. And, you know, and, and he pardoned the person. If that person accepts the pardon, it has nothing to do with what he has done in the past. As long as he's accept that pardon, he accepted that pardon, and he believed that what the president has done, and he has the authority to pardon him, he can walk free out of jail and experience full pardon. Hello? Hello? It has nothing to do with feelings. It has nothing to do with whether you feel guilty or not feel guilty. It has nothing to do with whether you feel good or not feel good. Because the president has the authority to do it, He's free. Hello? He has to base his freedom on the facts that the president sent him a letter, there's the seal of the, the country on it, he's free. Hello? Has nothing to do with how you feel. Has nothing to do with uh, uh, whether or not some people think that you are not free. You're free. Amen? Now, what are the evidence that happens when you get born again? Well, the Bible tells us something happens in our hearts. If you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you genuinely ask Him to forgive your sin, and you receive Him by faith, something will happen. You are born. The Bible says you are born again. 
You become a new creature. Old things have passed away, new things have come in. And you begin to experience new life. Your talk changes. Your ways changes. And even if you don't recognize it, other people will recognize in your life that you are born again. Hello? You, there has to be a transformation. There has to be a change. You can't say, I'm born again, and you are the same. You do the same thing over and over again, and there's no change in your life. That's not true. There has to be a transformation. Because the Bible says you are born of God. And if you are born of God, you want to do the things that God wants you to do. Say Amen. Salvation is not by feelings. It's by what Jesus accomplished on the cross for us. It has nothing to do with emotional experience or feelings. All it has to do with our the facts that what Jesus accomplished, we embrace it and experience it. Now, there are people okay, who uh, um, are placing their salvation on feelings. And that's how you see people like that who oscillate a lot in their lives. One day they're up, the next day they're down. One day they're happy, the next day they're sad. One day they, they, they know that they're born again, the next day they, they think that they're going to hell. One day they have something is because they are basing their salvation on feelings. It has nothing to do with feelings. But if you know, and you can show in the scripture, even like the Bible talks about in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, whosoever believed, if you can say that, yes, I did believe. In um, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that I've confessed Jesus as my Lord, and you know for a fact that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it has nothing to do with how you feel. It has everything to do with what Jesus did. Say what he did. Say it with me. Say what he did. Say it again. Say what he did. It has everything to do with what Jesus did. And if Jesus did that on the cross for you and for me, you and I can believe and stand on the promises of what Jesus accomplished for us. Amen. But there is another experience that we need to ex uh, understand. Number four is the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's just like the same there are evidence when you are born again there is a change in your life. It's the same way there are evidence when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Catherine Coleman shared a story of a, a Jewish rabbi who accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior at one of her meetings. She said that um, this man wrote her a letter after he had accepted Jesus and said to her, I want you to pray for my friend John, but please don't pray for me anymore. Uh, um, and so when she received the letter, she was you know, uh, kind of shocked and disturbed. So the next month when she saw him at the um, Shrine Auditorium, he went to her and he said to her, I know that you, you have received my letter and I want to explain. 
he said to her, he said, you see, um, this new life that I've just gotten involved, uh, acclimated to, um, is so overwhelming for me. Um, I, I don't know how to handle all that God is doing in my life. That's why I said to you, pray for my friend, but keep your prayer right now so I can experience all that God is doing because I can't handle all that the power of God, the Spirit of God is doing in my life. What this man was saying, that the Spirit of God and the new birth in his life was so overwhelming that he couldn't uh, uh, contain all of God in him. And he wanted time to process it. You see, when we get born again, we have to grow. We have to grow from one stage of glory to another stage of glory. But the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit, it, it is something that you will see. It will be manifested. There will be a power and a presence of God that will flow from your life. It is not something that has to do with, oh, well, how much faith I have to believe God for the power of the Holy Spirit. No, the evidence comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and fills you. It is the Spirit of God Himself doing it and filling Okay? The Bible tells us that Jesus, and I'll give you an, ex uh, an example. Remember when, when Jesus told the disciples, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. Um, in, in the, 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 they went into the upper room, and Jesus said to them, you shall wait in Jerusalem until you are endured with power from on high. They went into the upper room, they were praying. They, were, they believed Jesus' word, that Jesus said that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit. But they did not fill themselves with the Holy Spirit. Hello? They were waiting, they were ready, they were uh, allowing themselves, surrendering themselves and all they have to God. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came upon them. Hello? It was the work of God. And when the Spirit of God came upon them, they knew, and the people around them knew. Hello? There was a manifestation of the grace and the power of God upon their life that was something that was not hidden. It was not something that, that they could hide. It was something that was evident. They knew they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and, they, and the people around them in fact, let me just read one or two passages to you. Go, go to Acts chapter 2. Let me show you something. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. The Bible says, When the day of Pentecost was fully, had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they appear unto them divided tongues as a fire um, sat on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice the Bible.